welcome to Grow With The Flow, a space where we chat all things endometriosis and mental health. I'm your host, Brooke, endo warrior, personal development enthusiast, and entrepreneur. Join me for real, raw, honest, funny conversations with amazing guests. With every episode, my mission is to share a bit of positivity, raise awareness, and bring clarity to this illness we call endometriosis. Now let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Grow With The Flow. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to do a little update on me and what's going on in my life right now. (laughs) So basically, I got a job out of the blue. It was recommended to me by a family member and I interviewed for it. I thought, why not? Have a go. I'm starting to feel like... I have more good days and bad days. I'm still in pain every day, but most days it's pretty manageable. I can get out, I can do things, I can do an office job. So I got the job. I started on Monday. So I've just finished my first week last week and it is work from home, which is really, really great. So I'll talk more about that next season in depth on what it's like working from home and how I'm managing it and things. I think it's definitely much easier to manage things. I haven't had a period or a really painful day yet or anything like that. So we are waiting for that to happen to see how I go. But so far, so good. That's pretty much a little update on me. And so because I've got this job, it's full time. It's a lot going on in my life right now. Christmas is coming, all those things. I've decided this is going to be the last episode of the season and I am going to take a break and come back next year all fresh and knowing how to manage doing a podcast and have a full-time job at the same time because it's been a little bit like I don't know how I'm going to manage this yet and also make content for Instagram and do all those sorts of things. So this is going to be the last episode and I thought it was going to be really fun to do a Q&A episode. So on my Instagram, I asked you if you wanted to ask me any questions and I'd answer them on the podcast. So that's what we're doing today. So I'm going to get my phone out and answer some of your questions. So... First off, I'm not going to say who they're from because I don't know if anyone wants to be known or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. So I'm, they're going to be anonymous, but um, yeah. So the first question was, what's some relationship advice you would suggest to help with relationships and endo? Gosh, this is a hard one to start off with. I didn't read these prior to this anyway. So um, I haven't pre-thought of what the questions are going to be. To be honest, the only thing that's really struggled or taken a toll on my relationship personally is sex. That's been quite hard. And I know that's a huge thing for a lot of people. And we've talked about that in previous episodes. So in that regards, for me, I would say take it slow talk to your partner, just communicate with one another, try different things and see what works. And it is hard, but you've got to know that this is the way it's going to be, if not just for now, forever even. And 
this is the new normal. So trying to find your new normal, what works for you, all those sorts of things. I'm still yet to go to pelvic floor physio to hopefully get some help there. Those sorts of things. But yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Otherwise, um, there's no other sort of issues in my relationship. My boyfriend is really great. He helps me when I need. He was really great during my recovery. And now I'm feeling really good. The surgery has definitely um, helped a lot. So I'm starting to feel um, quite good again, which is really great for me. So it doesn't really take a toll on any other points. So I can't really give a whole lot of advice on that sense. But I do think communication is one of the biggest, most important things for relationships. So just communicate with your partner, tell them how you're feeling, get them to communicate with you and tell and let them tell you how they're feeling too. Because even though it's so hard for us, it can definitely be hard for them too, trying to deal with having a partner who has a chronic illness in whatever sense it is, them having to look after you, them having to, you know, whatever it is, just communicate with each other. And I think that's probably my biggest advice. Okay, another question was, what's something you lost due to your endo? Ooh, this one. For me, it's probably been feeling like I can do I can do so much less than I used to do. That's one of the biggest losses for me. It's like just exercising is quite hard. Um, doing housework is hard. Like I just feel like I'm quite fatigued and my body is really sore. My muscles are really sore. Today's actually a pretty good day. So it's kind of hard to recall how I feel when I have my bad days. But um, yeah, for me, it's just feeling like I can do way less than I used to be able to do. So that's probably the biggest thing that I have lost. I'm trying to think of other things. Um sex life definitely has been a lot harder as I said before and yeah god I'm like blanking I can't really think of anything else I think I've dealt with it for so long it's only just recently that I've known what it is but I've dealt with it for so long so there's not really anything I've lost besides when when it got real bad I just couldn't do as much I couldn't I used to go to the gym all the time I can't do that now Maybe I could try now, but I just feel like my body is not in that place. I think the best thing for me is just going for a walk or something super low intensity. So yeah, I used to love exercising too. So that is probably the biggest thing for me. Um, next question. What are you doing to manage your pain? At the moment, all I am doing is taking strong painkillers, codeine to be specific when I need, I find for me personally, that really helps. So that's been really great. I don't love taking it all the time because I know it's probably not really that great for you, but at the moment, um, for me, you got to do what you got to do. And that is definitely something that really helps me. So I only take it when I need it. And besides that, I use heat, that's a major good thing for me. I bought a heating pad actually. So it like plugs into the wall. It's amazing. Get yourself one of those because you literally don't have to get up to reheat it. It has like a timer where it'll turn off after like 
an hour and a half or something and you literally just flick it back on you don't have to get up it's got the um control on the cord so you don't even have to move that's so great especially when you're in pain I love it so that's an awesome tool to have otherwise not much at the moment I haven't really gotten into all the different things since I've now started working I have more opportunity to go to like I really want to do acupuncture pelvic floor physio a few things like that and before I couldn't afford those things so now I will be able to and they're things that I really want to do so hopefully I can get into those soon when I say hopefully it's just a matter of me actually doing it but it's also such a busy time of year, starting a new job and Christmas and all those things. So we'll see. But besides that, not much else. I'm still very, very new to the endo world, knowing about my endo and I'm still learning. So if you have any tips for me, send them my way as well. (laughs) Um, Next question. What's a fun fact about you? I love this question. This is so fun. Um, Oh, I have two that I really wanted to say because it's so different. And when you look at me and you listen to me on this podcast or you look at my Instagram, you probably wouldn't guess these things. So um, one thing is that I have sports that I really enjoy. So one is the UFC. I really enjoy watching that with my boyfriend. I started recently in the last couple of years watching that with him because he was really into it and I got into it and I really enjoy watching that. So I love UFC weekend when we watch that together. And then the second one is actually for Australians, you would know what this is. Um, Some other countries might, but it's called the V8 supercars or just supercars now, I think. Basically car racing. It's a category here in Australia and there's a few New Zealand drivers as well. They go to New Zealand once a year, but with COVID, they haven't been able to. But I have been watching that for a really long time. I have a favorite driver. I love it. Was just watching it on the weekend, actually. So that's a fun fact about me. I like car racing and mixed martial arts. I love watching those. And then another one I really love to say is the type of music that I like. I'm really different. I like lots of different types of music, but no one guesses that I like like rock um, punk. My favorite bands are like the Amity Affliction, Bring Me the Horizon, real kind of like hardcore screamo kind of stuff, Bullet for My Valentine. Um, if if you love those things, send me a message. I'd love to chat to you because <laughs> I feel like it's, no one ever guesses it about me. And then when I do tell people, they're like, what? Excuse me? And then some people do like it like me and they're like, yes. And I'm like, yes, let's be friends. (laughs) So yeah. But I also love like throwbacks, 90s, 2000s. I love new music. I love pop. I love so many things. So, but yeah, that's a fun fact that I like rock music. Um, Another question is, do you feel like making this podcast has been helpful for you? For me personally, I actually do. I have learned so much from the guests that I've had on, Um, especially Nikki that I had on episode two. She is a nutritionist. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen. I learned so much from her about nutrition. And then the other episodes that I've had with um, 
Jazz and Tisha and Jenna. I'm not forgetting anyone, am I? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, they were all so inspiring and hearing their story and their different experiences. I really enjoyed that too. So for me, this has been really great in that sense. I've learned things. I have felt like I'm connected to new people. I've felt like it's not just me feeling these things, you know, and I hope that I've helped other people feel that way too. And I also just love it. It's been a really great creative outlet so far. It's really fun. I've wanted to have a podcast for so long before I started Endo with Brooke. I wanted a podcast and I never really knew what to make it about and what I would sort of do. So when I started into with Brooke and it actually grew quite a lot, I'm almost at 3000 followers now, which blows my mind. I thought, well, let's just start a podcast about this. Like let's raise more awareness. Let's talk. Let's, you know, I love talking about mental health too. And that's been a huge passion of mine for a really long time. And it goes so hand in hand with endo. So I thought mix the two things together. It's been really fun for me. I'm loving it so far. Season one has been amazing. I'm so excited to do season two as well. So yeah, 100% has been helpful for me. Next question. How do you personally cope with your pain and exercising? Yeah, like I was saying before with exercising, I, a few years ago, for instance, before sort of before my um, period pain started, I've had, if you don't know my story, I have had um, intestinal stomach pains since I can pretty much remember. I think it was about 10 years old when it started. So I've had that for a really long time, but the period pains didn't really start until I'm going to say I was about 24-ish. So before that, I used to go to the gym four or five days a week, lift weights, little bit of cardio. I've never been a big cardio person. So more just lifting weights type of thing. And I loved that. And then, um, you know, I went through a breakup and moved back home and didn't go to the gym. I rode my bike a bit with my sister and that was about it really. And then I met my current boyfriend and I joined the gym again. And then I went to the gym a bit and It was sort of on and off for a really long time. And I basically just lifted weights. I've never been, as I said, I've never been a cardio person. I hate extensive cardio, so never really did a lot of that. But lifting weights can still be quite hard on your body. And right when it started getting real bad, I did a little bit of boxing on my good days when I felt good with my boyfriend. And then um, I did weights, but it was probably only once or twice a week, really. Otherwise I went for walks a lot. And then after my surgery, my, it's like my, um, breathing, like it's really hard to explain, but you might understand me because I don't know if it's an endo thing or not, but I just felt so out of breath. I still do quite easily. And it's like, I was so unfit, but more than that, it was like, I just couldn't get enough air in my lungs and it's still happening. So basically everything was quite hard going for a walk. Obviously after surgery, that's really hard anyway. But when 
um, I started to feel like it was possible. Going for a short walk was really quite hard. And the first few times I did it, I got really sore afterwards, ended up in a lot of pain. So I slowly, slowly worked my way back into it. I still don't exercise very much, to be completely honest with you. I'm too lazy at the moment. (laughs) Life is just taking over. But pretty much at the moment for me, I do a bit of stretching and some light walking. That's it. I would like to do maybe some yoga and stuff, but I think weights is not going to be a thing for me for a while. And I think you just have to figure out what the best thing is for you. It's really hard trying to figure that out because you don't want to push yourself too hard and flare. And then, you know, you're like, I hate my life. So it really just depends on you personally. But for me, as I said, it's been a bit like, I'm just going to do really light walking and stretching. That's all for now. And I'll work my way back up. Maybe, or maybe I won't. Maybe just walking is my thing. Maybe swimming, because swimming is quite low impact. I don't know. We'll see. But I think, yeah, the best thing to do is, is in this situation, in anything really, is to find the best thing that works for you. And it all just comes through trial and error, unfortunately. <laughs> That's a pain in the butt, but it is what it is. Another question was um, birth control being prescribed to help endo. So obviously I think they're asking me what my thoughts are on birth control being prescribed. Uh, <laughs> this one is hard because I don't like pill shaming. So I would never do that and I'm definitely not doing that. Please don't ever think that. I have talked about the pill a little bit in a funny way on my account and I just want people to know that I'm never, ever shaming you. As I said, I take codeine, I take pills, you know, if that's what's needed, you do you. I think the thing with the birth control pill is that a lot of doctors prescribe it to slow the growth of endometriosis and it does not do that. That's what my gynecologist tried to do with me and I feel so grateful that I know that it doesn't do that because I would have been thinking, great, I've had it all removed and now this is going to hopefully make it not come back or slow it down at least. It doesn't do that at all. The thing that the birth control pill can do is help you minimize your pain. I know a lot of girls who it hasn't helped and I know a lot of girls who it has helped. So I say it can help because it doesn't help everyone. I am not currently on it. I was on it a really, really, really long time ago. Didn't like how it affected my moods. I might try it again if I feel like my endo gets bad and is bugging me too much and I might give it a shot and see if it helps me or not. But um, for me, I didn't like what it did to me mentally. So that's why I'm not on it. And I'm not sure if it would help with my pain and stuff, but I do know some people who swear by it. It definitely helps them with their pain. They couldn't live without it. Their pain would be too much. So I'm lucky that mine is not too bad. It's only really bad when I have my period and ovulation pretty much at the moment, which is pretty good. And I just take codeine, which is really helpful. So that's all I'm doing at the moment. But yeah, that's my, that's really how I feel about it. If it helps you, great. Just know that it doesn't stop the growth. It can just help mask your symptoms pretty much. It basically just 
stops the pain for you if that's what it does to actually help you. So that's how I feel about it really. And last question actually is how quickly does endometriosis grow back after laparoscopy? There is no known fact of how long it takes to grow back if it will grow back you know I've had some girls say they've had surgery and then it's back in six months but some girls say they've had two years of relief it really really depends on you and your body it depends on so many factors if the doctor's gotten rid of it all properly whether you've had excision or ablation if they've had to leave some because they couldn't get rid of it because they're not skilled enough or whatever it is, there's so, so many factors that go into it. So unfortunately, I can't give you an answer on that. And well, most likely it will grow back at some point and hopefully it doesn't grow back too fast for you. I really hope so. Uh, I hope so for me. I hope so for everyone. I know someone who had surgery in January and of this year and she's already got um a big new cyst again and they won't do surgery again because it's been too soon and she's in so much pain and it's so disheartening that it's come back so fast so yeah that's all I can really say about that unfortunately so yeah that is all the questions I have for today thank you so much to everyone for sending them through it was really, really fun. I enjoy answering questions. I love doing Q and A's. They're really fun. And I don't do them much lately because I don't have a lot of time, but I thought it would be fun to do a podcast for the last episode with a few fun Q and A, some fun questions, some not so much fun questions, (laughs) you know, some serious questions, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, this is the last episode of season one. I hope you have enjoyed it so, so much. I know I have. I'm very, very excited for the new year and a new season, some new amazing guests. If you have anyone in mind who you would love to have on, or if you know you just want like a particular specialist, pelvic floor physio, acupuncturist, whatever it is, you know, someone who specializes in something or whatever, let me know. I would love any suggestions you have any questions you have for me, send them through. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, endo with Brooke or the, well, not or, and the grow with the flow podcast on Instagram. It's grow with the flow dot podcast. Um, to keep up with everything that's going on. I hope you all have an amazing rest of the year, a good Christmas. I hope everything is not too bad pain wise for you. And I'm sending you all so much love. Also, one more thing. I would absolutely love it. I would literally cry, no joke, if you would leave me a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, if you have it. I have a couple of reviews. And when I read them, I full cried. Like, I kid you not, it means so, so much to me. And I appreciate it so much. Share this episode with anyone you love, share any of the episodes with someone who would benefit from it. And I will see you next season. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Grow With The Flow. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show, it would be amazing if you could share it on your stories and tag us or simply send it to a loved one who would benefit from listening. We are an independent podcast and it would mean the world to us if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. 
Also, if you want to keep up with all things Grow With The Flow, head to endowithbrook.com slash podcast. Hope you have a flare-free week and I'll chat to you in the next episode.